What's up? Mike Mendoza, Fast Real Estate Services, on the commute in Cleveland, Ohio. Talking real estate, uh, commercial, residential, multifamily apartment buildings, buying, selling, leasing, construction management, property management, and consulting. Um, haven't put out content in a few days, so I'm going to try and... Um, continue to be more consistent, but uh, a lot's been happening, uh, commercial deal still going on, we have until 5 p.m. today to uh, put in our highest and best offer on this apartment building, now uh, for those of you in commercial real estate, at least here in this marketplace, when we uh, submit an offer, we submit an offer via a letter of intent, a letter of intent uh, is only in an agreement of terms. It is not a purchase contract. Um, it is to alleviate preparing uh, all the documents uh, before all the terms of the deal have been uh, agreed upon. Now, during that time period, the seller can accept any other letters of intent and any other offers at that time and uh, they can let you know um, if your offer is in a multiple offer situation so sometimes they will do this to create a bidding war other times they are doing a courtesy to you to let you know that uh, uh, another offer has come in and if they don't disclose if it's higher or lower than your offer then um, you have to uh, figure out uh, and risk whether you're going to raise your offer or not um, if there's a multiple offer because that other offer could be higher than yours so you know I get advice or I get uh, asked the question and um, to advise clients what they need to do when this happens well you know it should have been decided upon in the beginning based on your analysis what you're willing to pay as the highest price for this particular property based on the income based on potential uh, for this property and the amount of risk you're willing to tolerate I don't uh, recommend raising your price just because um, your uh, or another offer has come in and you think that the the price has been raised, what I always suggest to the uh, buyers is that you should put your best foot forward from the beginning. Don't play games. Try to lowball unless that's what again you're trying to do, and um, also at the risk of losing the deal because you're lowballing the offer so um, and again for, for multi-unit apartment buildings especially apartments uh, over 10 units the value of the property is based on the net operating income um, and a cap rate so you have to make sure that that data is correct or um, make the contract contingent upon verifying all the uh, data you know, the, the seller should be forthcoming and giving you um, 
operating statements, at least two years of operating statements, and or their tax returns so that you can compare and contrast uh, these, these things to see uh, what they're reporting to the IRS and what they're reporting on their operating statements. And then you, you make the decision from there. Um, you know, always recommend uh, verifying leases, um, tenants, and rents, and security deposits via estoppel documents uh, that both the seller and the tenant sign to show that um, and prove that this is what is being paid. And then later on, if it's found to be false, then you can, um, you know, then 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 you can um, take issue and legally sue uh, the sellers for fraudulent uh, or uh, falsifying information. So uh, that is. Um, in a nutshell, you know, what, what I would suggest to the client and, you know, we go through, it's not an exact science because again, the, your price of a commercial building, um, depends on the capitalization rate that you're utilizing to, uh, um, purchase. So cap rate is, basically net operating income over the purchase price and um, whatever that return or cap rate um, and the returns that you're projecting for this apartment building, that is what you're using to uh, base your price on. So if somebody can tolerate more risk and and purchase a building uh, with a lower capitalization rate, then... um, you know, then then uh, they're going to be able to offer a lower price. Um, I'm sorry, a higher price for the um, the property because they're uh, not expecting as much return on it or projecting uh, or planning for more uh, return on their money than you are. So in this marketplace in Cleveland, I've seen, you know, typical capitalization rate at 10%. um, And, uh, but some who are looking for a 15% cap rate, they're going to need to uh, either figure out a way to reduce the expenses significantly or reduce the price significantly to get that number, uh, that cap rate higher and the potential return on investment higher for the property. So... So you can see how the price uh, can range depending on what basically what you're willing to uh, pay for the property and what you're willing to accept as a return on the property. Um, so uh, you know, uh, so w- when you're in multiple situations, uh, just know that you know don't, I don't make any assumptions that you're bid is lower than everybody else or your bid is higher than everybody else um, you just have to put your best foot forward and if you don't get the property then um, you know obviously uh, sometimes the best deals are the deal the, the deals that you don't get and um, don't get yourself into a situation where you could potentially be losing a lot of money <clears throat> if you pay too much for the property because uh, what's the old adage you make your money when you buy the property 
um, after the property, after you buy the property, there's not much you can do uh, besides adding a ton of capital, but even adding a ton of capital in a particular neighborhood and marketplace will not get you higher rents just because you have the best house or best apartment, um, best amenities on the block. People uh, obviously want to live in a location, and if you're in a war zone, um, I don't care how nice your apartment is, you're not going to get the rents. You might get the highest rents in that neighborhood, but the highest rents in that neighborhood could be way below uh, the number you need to justify um, the high-end finishes that you're putting. So there, there is a ceiling for how much you can generate in a property um, versus how much uh, improvements you put into and remodeling and all of that stuff into an apartment. So keep that in mind as well. Um, a couple of out-of-town investors are in Cleveland, so meeting with them, they're evaluating their properties um, in person, and uh, you know that. Then hopefully, whatever decisions they make, whether they're going to keep the property for cash flow or decide to sell it after they've made, uh, or I'm sorry, added value by increasing rents, uh, improving the physical plant and um, all of that stuff, then they will make those decisions. So I'm always glad that uh, out of uh, state, out of town owners are coming into town to look at their properties because that's what you really have to do. I don't care what marketplace you're in, um, but it, it, as long as you'll accept, if you don't come and see your properties firsthand, then hopefully you have somebody you trust on the ground that can uh, give you good advice based on what they're experiencing, and um, and then you can tolerate the consequences of not coming to see your properties in person and not understanding firsthand what the situation uh, is with your particular property and your particular marketplace that you're investing in. So, um, all right, that's it for now. But uh, until next time, uh, please give me feedback on this podcast. We want to give you the information that you're looking to get and uh, any uh, feedback on improvement would definitely be welcomed. I want to make sure this is the best uh, podcast information on commercial, multifamily, and residential real estate uh, for those who really are interested in the Cleveland marketplace and uh, also who are interested in learning about my journey as a commercial real estate agent. So until next time, keep thinking, keep learning, but most importantly, just keep doing.